Hello all, welcome to the Lunar Sea Spire, Steven Universe Fan Podcast. This is episode 108, and today we'll be talking about the second batch of minisodes that just recently released. I'm GC13. And I'm Sophia. This was a, this was a very interesting little thing that they dumped on us mid-hiatus. Yeah, very very sudden too. There was uh, there wasn't very much build up to it, and by much I mean any. Mm, I do prefer it that way. I mean, less chance of the Cartoon Network just spoiling itself. Although I found myself seeing spoilers because I wasn't I didn't even know that it had happened, and then suddenly people are talking about new Steven Universe content, and I was like, oh god, where is it? Oh yeah, then I see people making jokes about Samantha Pepper, and I'm like, oh hey, that's pretty clever. How come we didn't figure that, or how come we didn't come up with that one before? And then. Then I watch Steven reacts. I'm like, oh, Samantha Pepper. So that's where they got that particular nickname from. I'm ashamed to admit that I did not realize the connection until today. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, why is Samantha Pepper so significant? And it's like crying back to friends. And I was like, what? And I was like, this is, is this a reference to someone that Rebecca Sugar knows? And I was like, oh, right. Rebecca Sugar. Okay. Rebecca! <laughs> Get a little bit of cat bug on. Oh, I love that. So, I guess I guess we should just go in order that they're listed on the iTunes webpage. So that means we're starting off with Cooking with Lion. Now, I have not seen any of the YouTube videos that this is based off of, but people assure me that Cooking with Dog, I believe, is a real channel. I have never seen Cooking with Dog. Uh, I, I thought that um, the Cooking with Lion was just simply a reference to any cooking channel like that would exist on YouTube. A lot of this had its own sort of YouTube-y feeling, which is interesting. Steven runs a YouTube channel for cooking and for reacting to cartoons, so... And songs. Well, Steven is apparently a very, very big person on TubeTube. Well, which is also interesting because the Gem Karaoke was recorded, so I imagine he'd probably put it on online. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure if all of these, I mean, I mean, Cooking with Lion and Steven Sogtime were explicitly, or and Steven Reacts were all explicitly posted, if not to TubeTube, then a similar website, but uh, Video Chat, no, and Jim Karaoke, I don't, he didn't make any references to his audience, which he usually does, like in his unboxing video for the hot dog duffel bag. I don't know, maybe he would have been a little bit self-conscious doing it in front of the gems. Hmm, I don't know. I, I'm just assuming it was those three where he explicitly calls it out, but, you know, it's a mystery. <laughs> I mean, we love mysteries. So, I mean, I'm just going to say avocado and cheese puff, not my first choices for, well, avocado would be fine, but cheese puff's not my first choice for a tuna substitute. Uh, sure beats raw fish, although I do like tuna, so now you just need a substitute for um, seaweed and I'll actually eat sushi. Because mm. I do not like raw fish or seaweed. Yeah, seaweed's fine. The the raw fish, yeah. you know, you don't have to put you don't have to put raw fish in there. You can put I don't know cheese puffs in there if you want to. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I love avocado, so I'll put that in anything. Like I'll eat avocado with rice. I like I don't mind that. And cheese puffs, I don't know. It might be like a nice crunch. And I don't know what he's talking about, the smooth kind. How do you have smooth cheese puffs? Um, I think there are some that are heavily textured. I've I've seen ones that are rougher than the average cheetah puff or but cheese the, puff. But the rough part is all the cheese dust on top. 
No, there, there's one where the... It's hard to explain, but there, there are smoother and rougher ways you can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, did, I did like just lion pouncing. Lion hungry. Lion won't eat. Well, that's interesting. Like, my cats will do the same thing. The big difference being that they are cats and less than 10 pounds. So <laughs> I can more or less resist their physical attempts to get my food. Maybe not so much the psychological ones of the cuteness, but I can push them away. The issue with lion and the issue with really owning any big cat is that they are regular cats that weigh over half a ton. So, yeah. like, the 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 dumb things cats will do, suddenly uh, so a cat wants to, like, play with your fingers, a lion will rip off your face. So, mm-hmm. it's interesting how gentle lion can be, you know, because he could yeah. very easily harm Steven. Yeah. Well, not so much. I mean, actually, the impressive part is how he was able to manhandle Steven like that, and we see how tough Steven's become. Well, maybe when caught off guard. Yeah, he's not using that super strength. <laughs> I mean, I don't really have much to say about this episode, or about this minisode, although people did like the sriracha being used as the hot sauce of choice. Oh, yeah, and the hot sauce, too. No hot sauce. I'm I'm very white. I don't, <laughs> I can't handle spicy. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm sorry, what, what, what was that? I can't hear you over the sound of the uh, buffalo wings I'm eating. Oh my god. Uh, my girlfriend once talked me into eating one of the wings that she was having. You know, the number 10 spicy on the buffalo wings. And I was just like, literally crying. Tears. <laughs> oh, never moved to Texas. <sighs> You, you've you sold me. I guess I just can't move. I was really considering it, but... Okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, you'd, you'd starve to death here. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I mean, I guess I guess moving on, we get to our, our next episode. Jim Karaoke. They can't help it if they make a scene. And oh boy, did Pearl make a scene. Oh my god. This, that mini-sode added at least five years to the end of my life. It was so... Amazing. I loved it. I loved Steven singing the same song. I loved all their little gem poses. I loved Amethyst twerking. I loved um, Pearl. <laughs> I just... love that she's doing it directly into Pearl's face. Exactly. While singing about how everyone's hypnotized by the way she's walking. <laughs> it's and like, I... okay, Amethyst, don't oversell it. And I liked how she growled her voice when she said hypnotized. That was great. I loved how Pearl just like went over the top and Amethyst was looking at her like, oh my god. Oh, Pearl had the, Pearl had the face for can you blame me? I'm too famous down perfectly. <laughs> she nailed that. Oh my god. Pearl's, Pearl's voice actress, Dee Dee Magna Hall, is probably one of the best singers that I've like seen in any cartoon. Again, I've made this joke before, but you know, hey, she should sing professionally. Like maybe on Broadway or something. Oh, I was like, isn't the cartoon already professional? But, um... Okay, yeah, you, you know, but, like, as her main... The joke is that she is already a quite experienced, um, accomplished, even, singer. Yeah, and, um, isn't Pearl her voice... Her first, uh, voice acting job? Uh, I don't know. I mean, all of them can sing, and, I mean, Estelle, certainly no slouch in the professional song credits category, <laughs> either. You know, she sh- she should cut an album. She did great for Stronger Than You. Yeah, she might even, she should probably collaborate with one of the artists on Steven Universe to make an album cover. Like, that would be <laughs> yeah, really yeah. cool. <laughs> it would probably look really awesome. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I hear Samantha <laughs> Pepper is looking for <laughs> a collab. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, about this episode specifically, I, I love Connie finally coming in, you know, leaning back on the table. Uh, I, li- I like Connie, like, I kind of identify as the person who's just, like, really shy to start singing or to really participate in anything ever. But, um... It kind of bugged me how, like, quickly she was like, come on, Connie, sing, and she's like, okay, and just runs in after so much, like, hesitation. Yeah. But who was, who was holding the camera? That's my question. Um, I think Steven, Steven moved over to take the camera, and then oh. you see he turned it around so he could get all of them. Oh, okay. So, yeah, Steven's got you. He's <laughs> got your number. I mean, like, he could have just shapeshifted. A longer arm. Could have shapeshifted a tripod for it. What are you talking about? Okay, maybe he couldn't have, but Amethyst could have. Probably. Probably. So, you want to move on to Steven Reacts? Yes. That- <laughs> We've been talking about Samantha Pepper a lot. I mean, this is this is where the legend begins. This is probably the most meta thing Steven Universe has done. Like, the whole thing. And it was like, I've seen a lot of the you know, so-and-so reacts to Steven Universe episodes, and they all play out the same about being like, I think I know what this is, like, they already have, like, 10 million theories backed up in their heads, so they're just searching the new episodes to prove it. I liked how Steven's like, uh, I'll catch you with the next episode, whenever that is, wink. (laughs) It's like, oh, oh, Samantha Pepper, don't be so cruel to us. That was, yeah, that was very... (laughs) Uh, and um, and I like the whole episode, like adding new characters. It's like the theory is it's brunch, brunch, and then it was just yeah. Like, there's a, there's a there's a breakfast lunch fusion. Oh my gosh! <laughs> but what I found really funny is that like to us, Steven might seem to be like really into a like it's just a cartoon about like freaking food. Like I don't get how you could get so into it, and then that's what people think when they look at us reacting about steven universe so i see the difference is steven universe is awesome and crying breakfast friends i just don't get (laughs) well you just haven't been there for the three seasons of build-up and character development well i mean so we've seen uh we've seen a tiny sode of crying breakfast friends from start to finish and i gotta say i did not see what steven sees in that who wants to watch a show about people crying and that is another (laughs) Meta aspect. Crying Breakfast Trends has always been meta in that regard, especially in its use in Cry for Help. Well, yeah, yeah. People will theorize like, "Oh, Pear is Pearl" or something like that. And it's like, "I forgive you" or whatever. Pear was definitely Pearl in that particular episode, but I can't remember which Crying Breakfast Friend he said. Um, Weeping Egg Cup, right, is what oh. he said she was in Reformed. I know Pining Grapefruit was Greg. I don't remember. Well, Garnet was spilled milk, and we never got what Amethyst was, so I'm pretty sure Pearl's weeping egg cup. <laughs> but yeah, the 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 angry lunch enemies. Just <laughs> wow. Like I mean Steve Steven Steven saw it coming, but I, I was floored. Like uh, props to Steven Steven, I did not see that plot twist coming. You didn't you didn't see lunch? Like lunch, what about dinner? The, what you said something before the podcast. The laughing dinner buddies. I mean, Hunter. Hunter must have been so sad when the laughing dinner buddies got, um, you, you know, pushed back in uh, in favor of the angry lunch enemies. But that just means dinner's reveal will be all the greater. So we have 
all these alternate names for things. I mean, you have Rebecca Sugar is Samantha Pepper. You have Crying Breakfast Friends, Angry Lunch Enemies, uh, Laughing Dinner Buddies, and you have us, the Moon Ocean Tower Radio Hour. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hunter Hunter is good at coming up with names. Yes, that one. I, I can't believe I wasn't in that episode when he came up with that name. It was so good. <laughs> Uh, so you want to move on to video chat? I'm sure this one is one the one. This one seems to be the one that the most people are talking about. Mm-hmm. I well, I guess. Um, I mean, it's got it's got Peridot and Lapis and Lapis trying to free Steven from the mirror or whatever, whatever that thing is. The iPad. Oh, hush you. Or the whatever the the iPhone equivalent of the Steven Universe world. You know, how how much technology is Greg going to have to replace? That's my question. Like, he must have the most secure insurance on everything that he owns. Well, I mean, it's not like Connie's laptop laptop got broken by lying. I mean, we it, it was enough to cut the connection, but we can, we are look, remember, we're looking at the laptop screen. So it didn't even shut down from that. It didn't freeze or anything. So laptop's fine. Yeah, I liked I liked the I liked pausing the um the computer for that episode and seeing all the apps and all the parodies <laughs> that they were. I like co- Colonization Five, um, Ages and Eras, which appeared to, it had an icon that made me think Age of Empires. Um, what was the third one? The last icon on the right. Colonization Five. I thought that was the second one. I don't know what that third one was. I had it open, but I accidentally closed it. I was, I was counting on you, Sophia. But then you had the Google Chrome logo, or most of it, anyway. Yeah, it was just internet. <laughs> oh, okay, here. So I am looking at it right now. Conqueror Kings 2. And I really should have remembered that one, because I'm pretty sure that one's going for Crusader Kings 2, which I've played quite a fair bit of, so... It's a very Roman-looking guy on the icon. That's crazy. Yeah, I hear the the original games that is being parodied are actually very violent, so I'm wondering how Connie got permission to play such violent games. They're strategy games. I mean, it's educational. Yeah, okay. <laughs> is that what she, you know, the pitch she sold to her mom? <sighs> oh, Connie. So... Yeah, so apparently Lapis needs to be briefed more thoroughly on what video chat is. But I think everything's okay now. Like I said, nobody's electronics were harmed in the making of this minisode. Well, we're still not 100% sure about Stevens. Like, it probably, the call probably dropped when it hit the couch, and then as it bounced off of the couch, it could have cracked the laptop. Well, no, because we see, we're, we're looking at the screen, and so we see that it's still on, and it's still receiving Peridot's transmission. So everything's fine with the laptop. Nothing to worry about. Steven's just getting all worked up over nothing. It could be like a third party recording the call. Why would the third party be able to see Connie's laptop's desktop? Doesn't make any sense. Oh, that is true. That is true. Hmm. So get, maybe. I think it's fine, but I mean, this is another one of those things where I'm like shouting at my shouting at my screen. You know, you just say something, Stephen. <laughs> All you have to tell her is, "Wait, I'm not trapped anywhere. Just get on the warp pad and come to the temple." 
I mean, like, or hold on, I'll come to you. Just like, it didn't take him that long. Well, it's interesting. Like, Lapis was really panicking, so it's possible that, like, just showing up at the temple was good enough. And He didn't even try, though. Yeah, and it was funny how, like, when Lapis grabbed the bat, I was just like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> like, how would she realize that it was a weapon or how to hold it? Like, and then I realized, Here's oh, right. Here's backup for your backup. It's like, oh, right, the, the baseball episode. Yep. Oh, that was its first suggested use, actually. The being used to hit baseballs came later. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this, this this was one of the very memorable ones. I mean, lying again, making trouble, getting into antics. What? You got into antics? Knocking Connie's laptop over? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> I Come blanked on, on Sophia. that. And another interesting thing is how Lapis was immediately like, where's your gem? I can't find your gem on this thing. And yeah, um, she, she knows how these things work. Yeah, but it's interesting. Steven is already a gem-powered artifact. Mm. In a sense, that is firmly how I um, choose to view Steven. Which means it would have been very, very bad for Ruby had she managed to pry Steven's gem out of his stomach. Uh, out there in space, he would have she would yeah she would have a very angry Rose Quartz to talk to. She would have a very big mess considering what happened to Lapis's mirror. Like I said, a very angry Rose Quartz. <laughs> so like yeah, could that could that be more or less accepted that if Stephen's gem were to be pried out of his body, Rose Quartz would reform? I don't know. I mean, that that would kind of stink of the ending of the Secret Saturdays where they remove Zack's powers, killing him in the process, but in the very same episode, bring him back to life less than a minute later. Yeah, that's interesting. I think, like, all we can do is assume, because obviously they're not going to kill Steven in the show. This show's not about that, but... Well, it, it does theoretically have an ending. So in theory, I'm, hope, I'm hoping it's a happy ending. I hope it's a long way it, coming. It might be a dark ending. And I, I, like I said, I hope it's not dark, but oh boy. Hmm. I mean, again, you want to talk about a show about people crying. <laughs> yeah, all you had to do was turn on my webcam after here comes a thought. So is that all you wanted to say about video chat? Yeah. Because now we have Steven's song time. I think this one's my favorite. <laughs> this one was, uh, mm, this one made me very, very sad for Steven. I really hope he's okay. I was telling you before we started recording that I prepared for talking about this episode by listening to Tiny Rick's song from uh, season two, Rick and Morty, uh, like five or six times. The guitar song. I, I thought. Mean, I I don't I don't listen to very many people sitting there playing guitar while singing about their feelings, so I, I don't know if the two songs are actually similar or if it's just, you know, because they're both singing about heavy stuff while strumming on a guitar, but they both sound really similar to me. Yeah, when you first mentioned that, I thought you were talking about the dance, where it's like, let me out, let me out, this is not, <laughs> this a, is dance. not a dance. No, not that one, though. Let me out. Oh, here, hold on. I have the lyrics. I'm going to butcher it, but oh, wait, this is the wrong one. Ah, oh, there it is. Let me out. What you see is not the same person as me. My life's a lie. I'm not who you're looking at. Let me out. Set me free. I mean, it's it's just pure poetry. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you know, Stephen, like he said, is going through some stuff right now. Yeah, and the song was very um. 
well composed. Like, I really like it. You know, it's one of the easier Steven Universe songs to learn how to play. So I probably will definitely give that a shot when I eventually unpack my guitars after the move. Yeah, Rose Quartz turns out to be a really big deal. Who would have figured? <laughs> but, like, every time you think, oh, man, she was a big deal, it turns out she's an even bigger deal. Like, you know. Like, uh, taller, taller than we thought. How? What? Never mind. Never mind. Nothing. I didn't say anything. But I did say something. Pink Diamond! <laughs> I don't know what you're referencing, so I'm just gonna stop. Um, <laughs> but even, you know, when Rose turned out not to be Pink Diamond, she was still a pretty big deal. They got you fooled, but you're not, they're not gonna fool me. Do you still think she's Pink Diamond? Yes, I do. How? I made a whole episode about this where you did because you get you and Hunter were busy or something. Yeah, we're we're too busy having a life. How do you think G uh, Rose Quartz is still Pink Diamond? Uh, well, that that would be getting off topic, but I I'm basically looking at the new Lars and noting this body switching power and thinking that Pink Diamond moved her brain into a Rose Quartz so she can have a rebellion against the order of the Diamond Authority rather than a civil war where her own soldiers follow her mindlessly because their diamond ordered them to fight. That's that's the short version. Wasn't there a post that was essentially framed as I I, I liked the web I'd like the comic somebody drew of oh I'm really bad at confrontation. <laughs> yeah, I that one just... that exact one that I'm talking about. <laughs> I guess I'll just body switch instead. <laughs> You're like one of those people when someone makes like a really dumb Illuminati fake theory and you're like, oh my god. No, I'm like the person making the Illuminati real theory. I'm doing big stuff here, Sophia. Yeah, I bet you're really familiar with the X-Files theme. <laughs> I want to believe. <laughs> so I'm holding on to the truth deep within my gut, but Stephen's singing his heart out, you know, to his internet audience. And again, three of these videos, three of these five shorts were explicitly directed to his internet audience. I really do want to know, how many hits is Steven getting? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, like, I would really like for Cartoon Network to make an official YouTube channel the same way that they made an official Tumblr of all of Steven's videos. Hmm. That would be cool. Because then we would have, like, a real-life measurement of the views Steven was getting. But I, I'm just imagining, especially with this one that is explicitly singing about aliens and warfare, and it's like, his YouTube fans probably think, oh, that's just all part of his gimmick, you know, his his gimmick is gems. They were probably really impressed with the technical effects in the Hot Dog Duffel Bag video, although they were probably puzzled as to why he would insert that part of the storyline into an unboxing video, but, you know, hey, art is art, right? It doesn't need a reason. Sometimes you just gotta make people laugh. Well, maybe we were just seeing the uh, uncut version. Like, eventually he does get into... Uh, uh, I don't know. I, I I get the impression that that's what he posted. <laughs> you know, Jamie's terrible, terrible entrance and everything. <laughs> but I would love for there to be Steven's YouTube channel, but that would mean that they'd have to make the follow-up videos of... You know, the things Steven referenced to. It's like, if you want to learn how to blank. Yeah, they'd have to teach us how to make sushi paper. They'd have to teach us how to make together breakfast. And what was the other meal? It was together breakfast and something else. The cream cheese. Oh, the, the his perfect meal or his perfect lunch from Onion Friend? Yeah, that and also the 
donut. No, the, the dog nut. No, not donut. The, um... the three hot or three donuts and a hot dog. Well, no, he. Hmm. So at the end of the video, it had two other links to other videos, which I can't remember. But there was also the uh, the cream cheese hot dog, the bagel hot dog. Hold on, let me look here. Let me look. Okay, yeah, the you might also enjoy together breakfast and dog nut, which is from the from the pilot. Yeah, but not not just that. The ones that he served at his house during restaurant wars. The mm, where where does it make a reference to that? Oh, no. here it is. The he has he's has how to make cookie cats coming soon. Hmm. Well, no, but that should be a video that that should be added. The yeah, the I cream mean, cheese like, pizza. Oh yeah, and the the fries with ketchup in the fries. <laughs> that would be a very difficult thing to make. Like not when you have gem magic. Okay, how would gem magic be able to hollow out a French fry and put ketchup inside it? Okay, the gems are able to hollow out a planet, and you're wondering about a French fry? <laughs> well, they're going to have to learn how to shrink down the machines they use to hollow out the planet. Well, Amethyst wanted to shrink down and go inside Peridot's head, and that's from that same story arc. Hmm. Oh, very, very interesting. Uh, I'm just saying, the moon has all of our answers. All I'm just thinking of them getting, like, a syringe and individually filling every fry. <laughs> like, that can't be cost-effective. The amount of labor that would go into that. Well, when you have to show up Fryman, you have to show up Fryman. He's good at what he does, Sophia. You have to pull out all the stops. You can't go, you can't go halfway with that. Like, I can understand how the cream cheese pizza would be very good, but what baffles me is the the fry. Like, people like different proportions of ketchup with their fries, so I don't understand how... I guess that's a, that's a discussion for another episode. And the food of Steven Universe. <laughs> well, or Restaurant Wars, one of the two. Yeah, because there was already a different podcast that talked about the music of Steven Universe. We're just going to talk about all the food. <laughs> so, any final thoughts about any of our five mini-sodes, other than wanting to see Steven's Tube Tube channel? Mm, I think that's about it. I th I'd still rather have the webcomic than the Tube Tube channel, but I, I don't think they're going to give me the webcomic that I also desire. <laughs> You know, that would be too perfect, too wonderful. I mean, that would make all the other networks and all the other shows on Cartoon Network jealous. So, again, some of these minisodes were really good. I, like I said, I really loved uh, Steven's song time. Oh, I really loved Jim Karaoke. <laughs> I loved Pearl's facial expressions during her portion of the song. <laughs> she nailed it. She, she's got the tood perfectly. She's awesome and she knows it. Absolutely. So this uh this the this sudden release of Mindysodes threw us off of our schedule, but now we are definitely coming at you guys next week with Steven Floats. Until then, I'm GC13. And I'm Sophia. Leave us a review on iTunes. Our opening and closing music is by James Roach. For more Steven Universe fan-related content, please visit lunarcspire.com. Thank you for listening.
Let me out, what you see is not the same person as me My life's a lie, I'm not you looking at Let me out, set me free 